0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the American Citizens Podcast. My name is Gray. I'm joined by Josh. Neither of us have been laid off by ESPN today. Correct, Josh?
1: Correct. But I do want to send out our condolences to the many, many, many talented writers who, for reasons that I cannot possibly fathom, have been relieved of their duties. It is a sad day when people like Jason Stark and Ed Werder Find themselves. Jane unpl- McManus. Jane McManus and somebody like Clay Travis has a pulpit <laughs> to just mock, mock, and and just completely disrespect them with articles about making it about politics. Like the last thing these people need is some asshole politicizing their firing. And yet Clay Travis continues to make himself the story, even when it's not about him. So, way to go, Clay.
0: Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. But obviously, I mean, I start flippantly about it, but... I know none of them are listening, but we do hope that they land on their feet quickly. Yes,
1: some of them really quickly. Some I of mean, them should.
0: I'm, I'm all, most all of them should. I'm okay
1: with Danny Cannell. Like, yeah, I'm, it's one
0: of those things where you can be sorry that someone was let go, but like... But yeah, not, like I'm yeah. not
1: necessarily going to miss his college football coverage. That's like I do fair, hope he finds... That's a very fair way of putting it. Like I am reasonably sure that Danny Cannell will find employment quite quickly. He is a Florida State alumnus, a very prominent lap, mouth, mouthpiece for Florida State at a time when Florida State are actually Florida stating. So, I, 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 I expect that if nothing else, Danny Cannell will likely be hired by Bud Elliott or something, man. Like, it would shock me. So, Very uh, nice. but so uh, let's, yeah.
0: yeah Let's let's get to the not fun. Um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's go back to talking about firings. Because it'll anger
0: <laughs> me less than what we're going to talk about. Speaking of people who won't be getting fired now, Arsene Wenger... Yeah, we're, we're glad. This is all a long game by Manchester City to keep Arsene Wenger employed and keep Arsenal in a ditch for the rest of existence, or at least that's how I'm going to prefer to think about it. Anyway,
1: Man- okay with that. Actually, I <laughs> actually it's like Pep Like, we can't have somebody like because I think PSG would absolutely be stupid to let Unai Emery go. Look, I know the Barca thing happened. But we're talking about one of the greatest teams in the history of the sport with the greatest player in the history of the sport and a front line that consists of so many damn goals you don't even know who has what. Like, it will happen. Stuff like that will happen against Barca, but Unai Emery didn't just accidentally win three consecutive Europa Cups with with Sevilla. And I think this will be a learning lesson for him, and he clearly has PSG playing at a level uh, without Zlatan. But the last thing I would want to see is somebody like Unai Emery in charge of the talent at Arsenal. Like, that would just... That would suck. He, he, I, I think he would do a good job. So, please, I stay as lot, long I think as a lot of
0: people would do a good job at Arsenal, frankly. Um, yeah. So, anyway, yes, City losing in the FA Cup semifinal to Arsenal 2-1 in extra time. They scored first, went ahead on a goal by Sergio Aguero, and then promptly decided that that was enough for them. and then,
1: Scored again, and then but, had it ruled that's out. That's right.
0: Um, another, you know, and I, I, we'll get this out of the way now, because I don't want it to be to blame for the loss, because it wasn't. No,
1: and I'm tired of it. But... Everybody- claiming the refs and yes there have been some horribly bad refing decisions with city but <clears throat> coming from somebody who watches american sports on the regular i can say this with a hundred percent certainty and confidence refs in every sport are bad everybody thinks their team is 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 being conspired against Everybody has a case if you go and look at the tape. Like, it's humans trying to judge humans, which is inherently a flaw. Excuse me, a flawed system. I. I refs can cost you games, and there have been plenty of times when, when. Well, I don't know if they can cost you a game. They can cost you a game. They
0: goal. can very much change the course of a game. They can.
1: They can, uh, as as, Ray, as Real Madrid found out when Sergio Ramos was issued a red card in the Clasico. Like, um... because you, you know you play these these
0: funny you, what if scenarios, and like a lot of the mistake that a lot of people make when they do these things is that they assume that even if the correct call is made, the entire game after that point right. goes exactly as it did in real life. Like, right. let's Which is let's the, suppose... fallacy of the... Let's, let's, let's suppose that Manchester, Sergio Aguero gets the goal on halftime, and they give it correctly, and City go in with a one-nil halftime lead. Do they? Does the second echo? Does Aguero get a second and put the game to bed? I don't know. Does Arsenal respond coming out of the locker room now that they're down one 0 I don't know. No one can know these things.
1: But and I would also yeah, note maybe, that maybe maybe perhaps yeah maybe Wenger um,
0: really gets in on him at halftime and they come yeah, out or and it they will turn make the game a out.
1: substitution that he wouldn't have otherwise made trailing one nil. So right. Did it suck? Yes. Was it the reason they lost? No. no.
0: And I would also note that unlike some calls that have been made this season, you know that wasn't the worst. That one was not like it. Li- when you have to make that call live, it was not it's the hard. most obvious thing in the world. No, it, it's, it's easy one of those to say it, when you've seen seventeen slow motion replays that they got it wrong. But that's every, why we need video technology.
1: Everybody loves the slowed down replay to see. See, how could they miss this? Well, you know, when you slow things down to like a frame by frame, nobody could miss it. But when that ball's whipping in at like, you know, twenty-five miles an hour or whatever whatever the velocity is uh you know in real time and it's got some curve on it and and the ref's looking at it and it looks like it goes behind the goal, he's gotta make the call but he you know. And, would, would and this
0: be it, would this be a bad time for me to point out that in last year's League Cup semifinals City got the benefit of a decision like that and ended up winning the League Cup.
1: Yeah, and I would also point out that City also got away with the foul. Um, in the box off of a set piece that Arsenal very much could have 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 been given a penalty kick for. So for for every decision that went against City, there was, you know, uh, Arsenal had their claims too, you know? So, uh, yeah.
0: and- I mean, in short, yes, the referees were bad. They always are, it seems like these days, but it was... You know
1: what was worse?
0: Everybody but Yaya. That's correct. Yeah. Um- I, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, Manchester City in big games in, in the past several years. This isn't a this year thing, it's a last several year thing. Um, because you're right, everyone who played except for Yaya Torre was basically ranging from subpar to awful, depending on who you're talking about, um, against a team that I would still argue that they should have been beating and in a game that represented their last chance for a trophy this season, which is deeply concerning me. So I, I, when you go back to the Mancini era, it seemed like City always got, you know, obviously they lost the FA Cup final against Wigan, which was stupid, but against big teams, you know, they won that semifinal. I thought
1: we, talk, I thought we talked about not bringing that I'm up. sorry. Yeah,
0: was... <laughs> but they won that year's semifinal against Chelsea. Um, they won, let's see, they won both derbies the year that they won the title under Mancini. They beat Chelsea at home under uh, that year against Mancini. They beat pretty much everyone they needed to beat that year, um, with the exception of a couple away games. Um, and then you look, even the next year when, you know, the, man, the bad year that got Mancini sacked, they still went to Old Trafford with basically nothing to play for but pride, and they won that derby. Um... And and then you you look after that. Pellegrini takes over. Even the year Pellegrini won the title, they did it by beating the crap out of little teams. They didn't beat Chelsea once. They, they beat Liverpool by a goal at home, but they didn't beat them away. Um, they didn't beat Arsenal away. They drew to them, and they beat them at home. Even then, you know, they mostly won the big games at home, but not all of them. They still lost to Chelsea twice. And then... After that, they just sort of stopped beating the top teams. Like, we've talked about their record against the top seven, uh, not just this year, but in recent years. It's just terrible.
1: And Guardiola, <laughs> you know, at the minimum, you thought that that would be a mandate that, that he would...
0: you did, and, and they've been better this year than they were last year,
1: but still not. The good results aren't, yeah, the results are not, like, you know, sure. it's like Guardiola said, he should be held, the, 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 like, you need to hold, if you hire the best manager in the world, you need to hold yeah. him to those standards. Yeah, and I mean,
0: sure, they haven't seen Liverpool and Tottenham and Leicester walk into the Etihad this season and just beat the crap out of them. That hasn't happened. But they still didn't beat Tottenham, didn't beat Liverpool. Oh. Um, they haven't played Leicester yet and it's not a good comparison this year anyway, but you know, the point stands it's, it's, it's better, but it's back to where it was basically in 1415, as opposed to where it was under Roberto Mancini.
1: Yeah, I, um, I'm trying to figure out what I want to say here. I just, even under Guardiola, I'm not impressed when they play top teams, even even if the performance is okay, a lot of the times it's shaky and you feel like... You, and when you're playing top teams, there's always going to be an element of it could go both ways. But the general feeling is more that you expect something to go wrong more often than you expect it to go right. And that's sort of where City have been stuck for you know what the past six years or so and i know that look people can say whatever they want about the talent on this team but i'm going to keep coming back to this if you have to spend 400 million to build a team that you can win with look man if 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 i spent half a billion dollars I'm pretty sure I could put together a team that could at least compete in the Premier League like I do. it every year on FIFA, you give me a blank check and the ability to go grab the players that I want. I'll put together a team. Now, look, I'm not saying that I could go in there and do what Pep Guardiola does. That's that's foolish. It's asinine. And and, and frankly, it it's just an idiotic thing to say. But I, I don't. I don't think it says a lot about the system if you have to spend nearly half a billion dollars to get it to work.
0: Do you think uh, – I'm not disagreeing with you. Um, do you think – because I, there's something I remember very clearly, and that is in 1415 they went to Crystal Palace in April and they lost – um, and it was a poor performance in another title defense that wasn't good enough. Every time they've won the title, the two times they've won the title, they followed up with a very poor defense of it. Um, and I remember after that game, it was Gary Neville on Monday Night Football and he said, they've got a mentality problem. Do you think that's true?
1: Yeah. I agree. I okay. mean. I don't. I don't really. I, I want to say no. I mean, these are unpleasant the, truths, but they're true. Yeah, at the this point. The, uh, the the statistics, the facts, the performances, the individual performances—they speak for themselves. These are top-quality players who almost seem to, you know, logarithmically decline when they play top
0: teams, and you're like, wait a minute. You look at at a a Mourinho side, not maybe this year, but in in his years with Chelsea, particularly the first year of his second stint with Chelsea, you know, they lost a lot of stupid games that year, which is why they didn't win the title. But you put them up against Liverpool, beat them. Put them up against City, beat them, twice. Um, Put them up against Arsenal, beat the crap out of them. Um, You know... There's, there's, and 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 you know, I'm not saying that I would rather have Mourinho than Guardiola. It's not. Don't take it as such. I'm just like looking at an example of a team that raised its game on the big occasions and came away with everything they needed from those games and didn't get. You know, they lost for other reasons, but not because of that. And you yeah. look at you know these big, big players like Messi doesn't. You know, you you look, you turn to your superstars in big games. To te- to, yeah, I, know, he, I mean, you look at what Messi
1: did in El Clásico. Yeah, you look man. at Messi, like
0: you look at Ronaldo in the Champions League against Bayern Munich. You look at you know name basically or even any yeah, name basically any of the big 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 players on on those big teams. Like you 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 used to look at you know. Um, guys like Kansas. Drogba and Chelsea when they won
1: the Champions League. Antoine Griezmann for Atletico. Like,
0: who do you turn to on Manchester City to bail you out of those positions? Because Sergio Aguero, you know, he scored, but he didn't score again. I think, what did Guardiola say? He was dead on his legs from the first minute. And it's like, I don't know. Then you know, but yeah, you know, he's
1: he was dead on his legs from the first minute. Why the hell was he playing? It's a good question,
0: but I, I mean, he did score. I guess it was yeah, him or Nacho who they had no right now. Yeah. But the point is, even you know, even beyond that, it's like who is going to you know? Yaya did it when they won the title. Yaya was the guy who came up, grabbed the team by the scruff of the neck, and dragged them out of those sticky situations. Did the
1: same damn thing when yeah, they uh, the,
0: beat Liverpool was, yeah. for. and, and <laughs> it's like. Who do you turn to on this team right now to do that for you? And it's still Yaya. You can look, yeah, it still is. You can look at Chelsea. You know, more often than not, Azar is going to step up and drag you out of, you know, out it's of It's actually whatever. Costa right yeah, now, Azar or Costa. They have a couple options. You look at Liverpool, Coutinho or Firmino always seem to come up with a goal when they need. I mean, I know they lost at the weekend, but, um, and you, you look at. Spurs, Kane always seems, you know, Kane seems to pop up when they need him. To. And if not
1: Kane, you've got Deli Ali yeah. firing and cracking the Erickson,
0: Erickson did it today. And it's just like, who's it going to be, City? Because it seems like these guys just sort of shrink when the spotlight comes on them.
1: Except yeah. for Yaya. Yeah, except for Yaya. And you could see Yaya doing everything in his damn power he almost and you know, score the most scored. ridiculous goals. Yeah. Like, I mean, we all thought it just went wide, but then the replay showed that Penner Check, check. yeah.
0: Spectacular save.
1: Check Check Perfect. made Check made a save that Arsenal fans have been wishing he'd been making all year long. Let's just say that, man. Uh, but you know, that kind of effort from Yaya, when you look at it, he was still putting the team on his back. And there were moments when he was just shucking guys off left and right, doing that Yaya elephant charge where, you know, he's just so determined to get himself into a position where he can either put an attempt on that or he can lay it off to somebody for an easy goal, because everyone at that point is like, shit, we've got to stop this guy, you know? He's got, gone past four of our guys, everybody crashing. And and it, it amazes me that a guy that everybody wanted gone, and if you still ask City fans, I am reasonably certain that you would get a healthy portion of them that still would want him gone enough. You know, for them, they'll say enough has been enough, you know, appreciate all he's done this season, but it never takes much with him. And it could be something next year, you know? So, I I mean, it's still amazing to me that a guy who's supposed to be basically on his way out of the club and entering the twilight of his career is the guy that wants it the most. And is giving everything he has to make it happen.
0: Yaya Torre turned 29 the day that City won the title against QPR. And I'm not saying that's obviously too old to contribute at that level. He's proven it isn't. But it is that, around that time that you start like looking at, okay, what's our secession plan? How are we going to cope after Yaya? Unless
1: your name's Pirlo.
0: Right. But you, you look, you, you, know, you see a guy turning 29, 30... Um, and you're thinking, okay, you know, he's got a couple of years left. We're not trying to push him out the door, but what's the plan here? You know, let's do some long-term planning. Let's see what we've got. Let's figure out, you know, what 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 can we do? How are we going to make sure that we make a sort of seamless transition when Yaya becomes, you know, starts to slow down, start he was ready to move on to his next club? You know, what are we going to do? These are the things that smart, uh, not front offices is the American term, but front that executives, smart executives, should be making.
1: Can I ask you a question, just because you raised the point real quick, and sure. I know you're going somewhere, so this is only a minor deviation. Sure. You, you bring up the fact that you're talking about a long-term solution and replacement. City haven't even done that for him.
0: That's what I mean. That's what I, you know, the only guy... Is that, is that
1: where you were headed The only this?
0: guy that Manchester City has signed that has been able to contribute at, mid, at, a mid, at a starting level in midfield is Fernandinho, who was 28 when they signed him. Not that much younger than Yaya. Now, you know, they brought in guys like, I guess, Jack Rodwell. Didn't work. I mean, I, fine, but it didn't work. And, you know, like these dregs like Javi Garcia and Fabian Delph. It's like these guys are never going to be good enough for that level to start at that level. And it's like you're, you're we're sitting here in 2017 still relying on this same aging core that won you a title five years ago. And it's, I don't, I don't understand, you know, where's the planning here? Where is, it's like this entire club was frozen until they had assurances that they were going to get Pep Guardiola, and then he shows up, and you're still relying on these guys. I don't understand it. The squad construction is just awful. Like, at that bench? I I know we criticize Guardiola for not making any substitutions until, like, way too late, and I stand by that, but I understand the other side is, who on that bench is going to change the game? Not a lot of people on that bench Sunday that were that you know a lot of guys who are just not going to you you don't want to have to rely on them to change a game
1: yeah and in in this system with the way that you know things have to be done um. There are only so many guys that you realistically can even look at and say, I think this guy could, never mind will. Um, There's just so many odd, there's so many square pegs in round holes right now for Manchester
0: City. You look at at the guys who were named on the bench for that game.
1: um, It made no sense to me. Like, why the hell was Gabriel Jesus not on that team? Well, he clearly wasn't fit enough. But he was, and they said he was, and they had they him said, out they there. They he was
0: traveling with them. They didn't say he was uh, guaranteed to, you know, maybe they shouldn't have said it. I don't know. Got everybody's hopes up, but, you know.
1: I think the way that they were pushing it and the things that he's out there doing, look, he had a fractured metatarsal. The things he's out there doing, he's ready, you know. Had he even trained with the first team again? I don't know. I'm not sure. I I know he's been off to the side training, but, I I mean, we saw that video of him and Aguero. At that point, it looked like he was kicking it around with everyone, and maybe that was a dead period, but, I mean.
0: But, I mean, you look at the guys who were on the bench. Delph. No, not going to do no, it you. No, not going to do it. Sterling can give you a bit, but he didn't do it on
1: Sunday. He was thrust into a situation awkwardly because David Silva went down injured. Yeah. Iginaccio, I mean, eh. He doesn't seem to be working out in Guardiola's right no. which is really depressing no, me. No, yeah. Fernando, absolutely not. No, nah, that's, the, that's yeah. like Mascherano. Yeah. Know, he'll give you a goal once every seven years. Zabaleta, absolutely not. Oh. Kolorov
0: absolutely not. And then the goalkeeper Caviero. So there's just, it's just like okay, you know, uh, without Gabriel Jesus available, it's just like who on earth are you going to turn to at this point? There is just no depth right now. And you know, it's it's like I remember when Pellegrini came came in. It was like we want two world class players in every, for every position. position. They have zero in several positions. Like yeah, you know,
1: fullbacks. Yeah,
0: they don't have. They have zero world class fullbacks. They have a world class defender, but he's hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's like. I I don't, I, I, I don't understand that, you know, maybe, I don't know why they made that pronunciation, because it clearly, they didn't, they obviously, they either didn't mean it, or they failed miserably. It's like, so it's
1: right it up there with Rick Neuheisel's The Monopoly in Los Angeles is over. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, you it's just, die, what you, know? you meant to say was that The Monopoly in Los Angeles is over there. Like, <laughs> I, I just... Look, I know that things are going to change next year, but I mean, I feel like this is as good a time as any to to, <clears throat> to shift to to point B because how do you fix it? I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't. Real- I
0: mean, I, you asked the question how do you fix the fact that this team just doesn't seem to stop? I don't know.
1: I think City are just going to throw money at it. That might be the only way. I <laughs> Which is odd because they have a youth, like, very the way they have turned around their 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 you know the EDS and and their youth uh, youth squads like the amount of ass kicking that the, I mean they're beating some teams 29 to 1 like 29 to 1 like they have talent at every level right now like this is what Guardiola wanted, however it seems to be that they still don't have talent that can crack into the first team can,
0: can anyone give me one good reason why Alex Garcia can't supplant Fernando
1: I I have yet to understand that know. one myself, I don't I, have any good reason you yeah, don't what, have any good reason he must be doing he must give the ball away in practice like every day that's the only you know, maybe, thing I can come up with. Maybe we're
0: ignorant. Maybe we don't know. I don't know. But I don't... For, as an outsider, I don't see it. Like, you put these guys in. We've noted over the past that when you put the youth guys in, they look hungry. They look really eager to impress. Mm-hmm. And it's that's two traits that really haven't quite shown up in some of these... Senior yeah, part.
1: just the hungry part is good enough yeah, for it's, me. it's like good, okay.
0: send these guys out there. Send someone out there who wants to make something happen. You know, uh, just I don't understand. Fernando, we kind of agree is one of the square pegs in round hole for under in the Guardiola <clears throat> system. You know what I know about Alex Garcia indicates he would be a better fit, at least in terms of the profile of the player. And <clears throat> yet he can't get a game while we're bringing Fernando off the bench in FA Cup semi-finals. It's just I don't understand it.
1: I, I I have no answers for it but it would appear I know you not. I'm not asking you it's just Oh kind of, I know I know I, it's just kind I'm, of I'm blowing
0: I'm... off some steam at this point cuz it's just like Sure sure see I... any of this What what I was going even to Even the get... even the younger player in Ihinasha, who we who we thought was already established has taken 50 steps back
1: for some reason Yeah And I know that you weren't asking me for the answer really what I was going to get to is while I don't have the answer city's answer is we're just going to spend a lot of money So I mean, to be fair, they have hired a coach who knows how to develop players. So they have one component of that. so I guess it logically actually does in, make yeah. sense to buy the players now. They
0: have a lot of things in place. It's, it's they, I mean Carsley at the, at the uh, under Lee Carsley the coach right great yeah, reviews.
1: Me yeah how are they doing? Did they end up winning against chelsea I, uh, know I believe they'
0: lost but Chelsea were. Ah. chelsea are uh, to their youth system is yeah ours with another ten
1: years on it <laughs> yeah i yeah i know I, but I saw a
0: it's like how are these how do they have an entire team of guys who are 6'3 with pace that just run at you constantly so apparently yeah. chelsea's youth youth under uh, what, what is it's it's very impressive 3-2 I'm not so, sure I just know that well, they didn't go through yeah I just know they didn't go through but you no know. oh was the final yeah oh yeah that's right pardon me um but yeah I know they didn't win which is a shame but you know well done to them by all accounts they're doing
1: great yeah it's stuff. them and Chelsea in the final yeah, almost every the, year the, the, like, the, one you, one the English two youth,
0: two. the English academy system seems to be City-Chelsea and then everyone else
1: yeah so, yeah, I mean, one of these years, we'll catch him. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're getting
0: there. Um, you know, as some of these younger guys, because they, they, a lot of this is starting to reap rewards at, like, the under-14s and the under-15s, mm-hmm. and once those guys start getting up to that level, I imagine that we're going to see a, a serious shift in, well, not, not no, a shift in the balance of power, but at least evening the
1: playing field a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just I, I especially don't...
1: when you read the articles about United's youth system and how basically Woodward has just been like, yeah, I don't give two shits, like mm-hmm. I, I don't care, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not interested, and, and it's kind of stunning how poor United's youth system is right now, and and Mourinho is. <laughs>
0: Not the coach to resuscitate Yeah, not it. because
1: he's not going to be the guy that's going to breathe life back into that thing. But so. he brought
0: a list of all the players that he has bred into a first team at his introductory press Yeah, play. I
1: love Darian Rothen. Oh, that oh my, yeah. That was my favorite. Uh,
0: how, how self-conscious must you be? Anyway.
1: Um,
0: yeah, I don't know how you fix it. I mean, I I, I like that they have been signing you know i they they're going after guys who are younger which is good because you have guys like um sane i think he no he didn't have a good game on sunday but he i think has been one of those guys who has just been so eager to make an impression over the course of the season that i'm kind of he's willing, really improved, i'm kind too. of
1: willing to forgive him one bad game even if it was a yeah time i, had, I mean he's been he's improved too remarkably so like from from where he started to where he is now it's 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 pretty impressive to to see uh, uh, the the strides that he's made in I in not it. yeah I just, why, just
0: I think it's his why people system. have been so taken with both Sane and Gabriel Jesus because not only do they have the talent level to play in the first team already, but they also have that hunger that we talked about that the the younger players bring that so, so the senior players don't seem to be able to replicate. They also have
1: balls. Yeah, that's right. Like, I was watching Sane, and even though he didn't have it, he was still trying it. He man. was. He, he was to trying to be a little to...
0: too ambitious at certain times. Yeah. Time. Like the nutmeg on the counterattack that broke yeah. the and stuff like that. You know, he's just trying to do a little bit too much, but, you know. Good I good guess I would rather, if you made me pick between too much and too good little, i too little, you I'm trying to do too, too much.
1: Up. Yeah. Exactly. It's sort of... It's sort of like people talk – I saw this conversation on Twitter the other day where, like, people – somebody had tweeted that Durant – like, an ESPN writer had tweeted that Durant took the easy way out. And I'm like, if you give most people a choice between the easy way and the hard way, like, name me the person that says I'm choosing the difficult path, like – He got paid a boatload of money and gets to join a team that effectively wins game within the first five minutes. It's not a bad job to have, and most people would take it. Like, it's just City, on the other hand, seem to go the opposite direction. They do everything possible to make it harder on themselves. Yeah. And I guess that sort of leads into Guardiola's mistakes. We started talking about it with yeah. team selection. Well, we might as well finish talking about it now, so. Yeah. I mean, we, it we starts
0: There've been selection. a lot of debates over like, you know, how much should we criticize Guardiola? How much, you know, I I I do I have an absolute faith that he's the right man for the job, but I yep. think games like Sunday, you know, there are some things, and we talked about... And this.
1: he had these problems at yeah. Bayern, too. It's yeah.
0: not I was like just we... about to say, we talked at the beginning of the season, I remember you saying there are going to be games where Guardiola does weird things that are not going to make sense and are going to backfire. And here This we is one of
1: them. Here we are. Yeah. We are. I mean, we... I we, said it at we, the start We, of we warned the you. <laughs> I, I said it at the start of the season because I knew it was coming, man. Anytime you have who a bad scientist...
0: He is a guy who has a tendency sometimes to outthink out, out himself.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know this because I'm the same type. That's why when I turned in papers in college, I just turned it in. Because if I had to do that draft thing, I can find a new mistake every time I read one of my own papers. So I have to stop reading them at a certain point because I'll keep going back in and correcting things. And that's why I got to the point in college where I just pumped out one draft and turned that in. That's it. Whatever it was, that's the grade I got. I did pretty well at it, by the way. I was on a roll. But I'm familiar with the process of outthinking yourself. And Guardiola, if you have this mad scientist approach, it's something that comes with the territory. It's like hiring Jose Mourinho. You know he's going to win. But at some point, He's also there is going, going to burn to, it all yeah, down by the end of the third year. <laughs> yep, yeah, he is going to spectacularly separate that locker room. So you know what you get when you hire these guys. And I people mistake criticizing Guardiola. Like I had one douche that was, you know, urged me to change my name because. I wasn't a real City fan for criticizing Guardiola. Never mind the fact that Guardiola asked to be criticized. Let's set that aside for a second. The manager demanded that the fans demand more of him. Full stop. I am doing what the man asked.
0: And right now, you know, he's probably questioning himself more than anybody else right now.
1: Yeah, and nothing I I could possibly say isn't something that Guardiola hasn't thought over at least 13 times, probably before I ever even mentioned it. So, look. I absolutely do not think that City should, nor do I even think they're entertaining the idea of parting ways with Guardiola, regardless if he he doesn't even finish in the Champions League. Like, he's not going anywhere. You know it, I know it, the world knows it. Even though there are some morons writing articles like, City should be a big club, and if they want to be a big club, they need to fire Pep. It's like, oh yeah, right, that's just because you would like to hire him. No, they should not fire Pep. This happens in every situation. They should slap anybody who mentions the idea. People just like see,
0: okay, we're not getting results, fire everyone. And it's like, okay, who are you hiring then?
1: Yeah, people just exactly.
0: kind of skip past that part.
1: Well, and there's something to be said for giving a guy an opportunity. We're starting. People to need see time
0: in this sport. It's, I mean, I know that people are impatient, and they have a right to be impatient. They have a right We're to starting more. to see
1: a trend, though, in sports where guys are getting more opportunities. Like yeah. you look at Clay Helton with USC. of years, USC fire a coach that they just hired who's 0-4. Well, I guess he was 1-3 with his only win over some crap Division I school. But any other time, he's gone. But USC decided to be patient, and Clay Helton rewarded them With producing one of the best quarterbacks in the nation and, you know, one of the most thrilling bowl games uh, outside of the national championship, the most thrilling bowl game outside of the national championship. Um, And in many regards, you could argue that it was more thrilling because the national championship really didn't get good until the second half. Um, Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, look, Guardiola is absolutely the man for the job. City have spent. far too much
0: money and people far. do have time you know you have all these guys like people are the guys who are in relegation i know that relegation is such a final thing that you can't really afford to wait around but you you sack these guys after like six months and it's yeah. just like how are they supposed to build anything and you can't you you can't ask anyone to build a finished product in six months it's not fair no. um you know and we can sit here and criticize guardiola for, and say we expected more from his first year and that's fine we did um, but at the same time, you know, I think some of the criticism has been over the top,
1: and some of I, it has been underwhelming. See, I, I, I think that you know, as far as mine goes, I'm just dealing yeah. with. The I'm man. not
0: singling you out. I'm not. I know.
1: I, I didn't think you were. I'm. I'm just sticking up for myself, saying, I, I kind of look at the results, the games, and I'm looking at the same things you are. I don't mind the odd, tough roadlocked or, or even, like, the tough, you know, the, 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 the opening Derby, you know, didn't quite go the way everyone wanted it to, but at the same time, like, it could have been worse, you know? Um, I'm willing to forgive a lot of that stuff. It's, it's, it's when there's a consistency to it. It's when there are consistent struggles against top teams, and you're saying, well, we didn't bring in the best manager in the world to lose to all the top teams in the Premier League. We could have done that with Pellegrini. Would have. But but at the same time, you can do that with deference to Guardiola's future with the club, understanding that I'm not asking him to be fired. I'm asking him to take a look at this and say, what the hell were you thinking? Mm-hmm. And I know he's not going to explain it to the <laughs> English press because, well, let's face it, they're awful. But I'm sure that we will get an, an explanation for the city years from one of – like, it'll be like probably Parano again, I mean, you're Paranoid again. You know? Yeah, write another book here. Yeah, yeah par- I love and that. I'm sure, and I'm sure, and it'll be all about city, and we'll get the explanations that we're looking for. They will come at a later date because that is how Guardiola operates and i knew that when they hired him it's, it's not exactly
0: just, I, I feel like this is coming off as more defensive but like i've seen some of the criticism like he doesn't change anything he should change you know he's he's not blah, 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 you know he just doesn't he just blindly does the same thing like are you kidding me everything you've said about Guardiola he's probably thought himself he, he's probably spent more time agonizing over what the hell is going on than you have spent all season
1: so, yeah, so and I'm sure. That I, I, a lot I don't of think it's for a lack, lack of effort. Yeah, I, 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 it's, yeah a lot of it's lack of options. Yeah, you I, know? I, I don't and think he, there's
0: any of this is down to a lack of effort. I'll will say that much, at least on his part.
1: You no, know, and and you and you look at the guys like Raheem Sterling and Leroy Sané and the strides that they've made in their play. Look at how good they've been. And maybe Raheem Sterling's tailed off now toward the bit at the end of the season, but you know what? He's young. He's young and we knew. That's why City have said they're going to bring in another forward because they need to stay. they're too many miles on guys like Sterling. Too many miles on guys yeah, like they can't the spell them. I've been crowing about squad
0: depth for years because they can't spell these guys because it's like yeah. The drop, the,
1: the, the drop. is from, is, is from
0: Sterling to the forward version of Navas. It's just like uh, what on earth? You know, yeah. we one can't.
1: One of them can score goals, create, and and, and one of and them can chance. hit
0: ten crosses into the nearest defender. <laughs> it's like it's night and day, really. I mean, it, it's it, a, you can't, you can't. You look at guys like. Bayern. And you look at all the forward options Bayern has, you know, if it's not Douglas Costa, it's Coman. If it's not Coman, it's Ribéry. If it's not Rebery, it's Robin. If it's not Robin, it's Costa. It's Lewandowski. It's Lewandowski, it's you know well, Mueller. Mueller. It's every they have so much to go with there. And they don't have that here.
1: Um
0: hey. they they have a good eleven that if fit can probably be pretty much. You
1: watch the, the El Clasico, and you can see yeah. exactly how Barca far. Barca brings like, so like, many guys off the bench. Like, Andre
0: Gomez can't get a game for Barca, but I think he'd walk into City's 11 right Yeah, now.
1: like, I, 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 look at, I look at, like, a guy like Marcelo, and you're like, now that's a world-class fullback. Say what you will about his defending. Yeah. But Guardiola would take Marcelo fifteen times out of fifteen. That dude can do some ridiculous crap with the ball. Um, and when you buy a guy like Marcelo, you're not buying his defensive ability anyway. Like, you just need him to be an average defender, which he is. Um, but you look at, you know, a guy like Cholera versus a guy like Marcelo. Like, how far is that gap? And that's just one position. You know,
0: Real Madrid have like the Carvajal, Danilo, whoever else they still have. It's like everyone's better than what we have. Their worst fullback is better than our best one.
1: Yeah. So. You know, I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's the, 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 the gap in play is just stunning to me. You know, like. I mean, Barca have a guy in Mascherano who's one of the best players in the world, and he hasn't scored. He just scored his first goal for the team. Today. Ever. Like, that's how good Mascherano is. And, I mean, I know you don't expect a lot out of your center defensive midfielders and center backs, but, I mean, come on. They're usually good for a cracking header, but... That guy is is a world class player and had not scored a goal for Barcelona in seven in his entire career. Like that's the gap in 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 play between City and and some of these other teams, and it's got, you know, that's why I say I don't know what the solution is, but I know City are going to throw money at it. I I think that going into next year, this is my thesis and, and we can move on. Guardiola definitely needs to take a long look at the number of things he he botched this year. Um, and I'm he will. I know he will. I'm just I'm just listing off the things that need to happen. Not not suggesting or or saying like oh Guardiola hasn't thought of that. that's not what I'm doing here this is just how I would see it Guardiola needs to look at everything he's you know where where did he err in his adaptation to the Premier League so I'm sure Guardiola starts there yeah and we're, we're
0: talking about a guy who lives and breathes the sport
1: yeah. He'll spend the entire summer figuring out, okay, now I know that this, 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 and this, you know, can be expected. He'll figure that out. Second, City obviously need to improve the team. So here comes another big spending spree. Only this time, they need to buy a healthy quantity of players. Even if they get guys on loan, even if they're bringing in guys free, City don't do enough loans. Uh, don't bring enough guys in. You look at the player like M- Madrid and Barca. They bring guys in on loan, you know? It's like, hey, we can't get a top player for a year, let's just bring the guy in on loan. Like, what club doesn't want to send one of their players over? Get one of these clubs to, to you know, if they have a talented player that they're trying to, you know, bring them in for depth. Let, that can help spell these guys out. Um, so I, I, you know, improving the squad, however they choose to go about it, that's item number two. And I would add as a caveat to that: two, a is that they need to get transfers done quickly. Don't no, no more of this wait around until the end. Get them done, get them in. Let Guardiola work with them over the summer here in the states. Let's blood these guys early, find out what they have, and so that way when the season starts. City can hit the ground running. And not in a way that makes Guardiola think that they're ready for the next phase when they're really not. I'm talking about in a way that they are ready for the next phase. That would be my thesis for how City fix things going forward. Seems pretty reasonable. It's not going to blow anyone's hair back. You know, like, wow, you came up with that all by yourself? Yeah, it's simple, man. City don't need to do a lot of complex things. The way to fix this team is fairly simple, I think. Do you disagree? I don't. I, they just have to get it right. Like,
0: you know. Yeah. They've, they've, gotten the transfer, they've gotten some of the transfers wrong. There's no doubt about that, so.
1: Well, and I think that's why Guardiola is taking yeah. the more. He now knows what he wants.
0: And he, he knows what he wants. He knows what he needs. and He knows what he doesn't have now. I don't think he could walk in the door last summer.
1: I think he'll be a bit more firm about saying, no, go, like, you've seen now, like, so I think Guardiola will be more firm heading in saying, you know, no, look, man, I've worked with that guy. I know what his limit is. I know what his ceiling is. You can stop trying to sell me on him. Like, we need to move this guy on, bring this guy in. I think there'll be a bit more certainty after having worked with some of these guys, whereas before Guardiola might even be of the mindset that he wanted to give some of these guys a chance. You know, I mean that's the kind of guy he is. He wants to give everyone a chance. So but but now he's been there a year, he knows what the mandate is, he knows that this year there cannot be a repeat. So now he knows exactly what needs to happen. He's aware, we're aware. So let's just get to the end of the season, which starts with Thursday's game. You know, a win on Thursday, and, and City can pretty much write their ticket for next year. And and Man United can duke it out for their right to to also join the Champions League via the Europa League. Um, Which I still think it's finally cool that they've made that cup, like... Like I can't believe that you didn't get an automatic Champions League bid before. Like that, it seems like you would. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah,
0: well, let's, <laughs> let's talk about that game, shall we? Yes. Um. It sounds like yeah, I I agree with you. Um, City got a huge huge bonus last weekend while they were busy losing the FA Cup semifinal. while Liverpool sat there and
1: lost at home to Crystal Palace
0: again which is something they seem very fond of doing for some reason
1: it wasn't just a loss man it was a loss it was
0: Um, so what that means is that City are now two points behind Liverpool with two games in hand and the exact same goal difference although fewer goals Um, so City can in theory afford to lose to United and then win their next game and they'll still go ahead of Liverpool on the table um, obviously, we don't want that because we want to beat United. I think if they beat United, they are in top four. Yeah. Um, if they draw United, they are still in pretty good shape, but it's a missed opportunity. And if they lose, well, then they've just done the city thing and put more pressure on themselves.
1: Yeah. Uh, Fortunately for them, though, United, no about- you have, the United have Arsenal and they have Tottenham on the... Uh, on the bounce, so and,
0: now, and United will also be without Paul Pogba for this one,
1: and Zlatan,
0: uh, and Zlatan obviously, and Marcos Rojo, which is kind of an underrated miss.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, City will be without David Silva. It sounds like, which yeah. sucks, but
1: so, yeah, so it goes. because City's offense. I seems... will
0: say it kind of makes the team selection a little bit easier because you don't have to find a way to fit Sterling and Sane and De Bruyne and Fernandinho and Yaya Toure all in the same team. Not yeah. To do it.
1: But, yeah, uh, no, it's, it's not optimal. No. Well, I, I kind of like the team more with Sterling and Sané. I, I think that this game actually begs more for a player like Sterling than David Silva. David Silva is not the quickest guy in the world, and while he can get back... Uh, um
0: without Zlatan. He's not a guy who ta- really
1: defense, yeah. Yeah, well and we talked about this on our last podcast. United without Zlatan are actually a better team. It, they're more fit for what Mourinho wants to do. Zlatan is actually an impediment. Um I I I I honestly think that if Mourinho hadn't been hog-tied to Zlatan, I honestly do believe that United would be in a top 4 spot. It's it's because they have to play through him to find the goals that the goals don't come. Because it's easy for Premier League. Zlatan in in France is 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 easily the biggest guy, but in the Premier League, for every Zlatan, there's a Robert Huth. And and you can put a body on him and slow him down, and get in his way. I mean, he's still gonna find his, as evidenced by his goal total. But I do think that having him on the pitch drastically changes what United can do. And with Marcial and Rashford, I think they can play a bit more open, which shoots them. So, on the one hand, I, I think in this game, Pogba being out is is, is is the boon. It's not so much Zlatan as I think that actually could end up hurting City.
0: I agree. Because
1: they're not the best at defending speedy guys as, yeah. as Mbappe uh, was more than willing to prove. Yeah,
0: um, I'm not sure who... I, I, I feel like the Raho one, because they don't have Smalling and Jones either. So yeah. they're going to be a bit short in defense. And at the same time... Um, but I could see Mourinho
1: going three at the back and yeah, playing five in the
0: We're, we're oh. probably going to see Dolly Blint, I would assume, along with Bayi. Um... That would be my guess, which means he's, you know. Mourinho hasn't quite taken to Dolly Blint, I'll say that much. Yeah,
1: Uh, Mourinho's not a big fan of the Dutch players in general. Yeah, but. I don't. I think it has something to do with. I don't know. Maybe it's because. Maybe it's because Mourinho didn't get the job after. (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know why he hates the Dutch so There's much. He doesn't. No he doesn't reason. like. Yeah, he doesn't like Memphis, the pie either. There's probably no good reason,
0: but um, yeah. So
1: he's probably he's probably like, I hate two things: people who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs>
0: You, but you would like to think, I mean, if you put, like, a midfield of, I don't know, Fellaini and Michael Carrick or someone like that, you would like to think City might be able, without Pogba in there, to maybe get a leg yeah. up in the midfield.
1: You would think so. with Torre
0: so. in there? Yeah, yeah. and Fernandinho. Um,
1: At least you know that defensively there'll be more sound. It'll provide more coverage. If Stones is back, I like Stones and Vinny for this one. Absolutely. I think... I think you do play Kolarov because he gives you more going forward. This is and something I'm play. gonna
0: regret saying this, but I honestly think the team pretty much picks itself with Yeah, I think being, you play the way I the think, injuries have shaken out.
1: Okay, question for you though. Who do you play right back?
0: Ooh, Sonya. Ooh,
1: no. no. I play on this. Oh that's oh, oh yeah.
0: I was I'm not used to thinking of Navas as a fullback. I know, that's why I wanted to trick. <laughs> that's was why like, I wanted Sonia to trick and Zabaleta, Let's go with oh yeah, that actually too. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's good. I can see that. I
1: would play I would play I would play Navas. I think he
0: acquits himself fairly I think well. with the pace I think you have Yeah.
1: To. I that's, think you could get
0: away with it if they weren't playing if they were playing Zlatan, but I don't think so here.
1: Yeah. I think that and plus having Navas on the same side as either Sterling or Sané, depending on how, you know, Pep likes to invert his wingers or whatnot. I mean, and if it, we're it, expecting a Mourinho game
0: plan, that's going to be put 11 behind the ball and try to counter.
1: Yeah, and... So and, you and might as well try to stretch him for pace. Exactly. You might as well try and hit them coming the other way on the counter, which City have proven that they're really adept at oh, doing under guardiola. It's,
0: it's not a Pellegrini where I remember that Chelsea game where he just did that and they couldn't
1: figure it out. No, they're a
0: little no, bit they're, more, they're a little bit better proficient. this
1: time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, man, that Touré ball to Aguero, man, that thing, I could watch that go all day. Yeah, really nice. It's so. so good. Aguero nearly, nearly, nearly messed that one up, but I, I think uh, the goalie got caught in between two minds, and that allowed him to get the chip in.
0: So, yeah. how do you think this one shakes out? I'm going for a two-one City victory. I think it'll be a draw. That's understandable. I can see these two canceling
1: each other out. Yeah, it just feels like this is a year where neither team are better than the other. And even if City do score first, United, it just feels like like how Arsenal got a goal. like at, with It's just like, of course they scored that one. You know, like, it, the type of goals that you shouldn't allow and those are the ones that City do, and it's just... I can see United getting one, you know, because they've stretched City for pace in, like, the 70th, and then they just, yeah, they just get a late goal, and as is the usual with City, it sucks all the air out, and Guardiola decides, well, I'm just going to get out of here with the 1-1 draw, because we need the point. Yeah. So...
0: I will probably, honestly, not be mad as long as they don't lose. That's really all it
1: comes down to. yeah, that's kind of what I'm worried about. I just I have this terrible feeling it's gonna happen. I can't explain it. I don't know why. I feel like it's because city need it so badly that they're not gonna get it. but you know, Guardiola doesn't have a lot of bad games in a row, and I just I don't think he's gonna go. From getting crushed by I Mar- think he's been prioritizing this one all along. To be honest with you, yeah, it kind of feels like that. The, the FA the, Cup,
0: I think he would have liked to
1: have won it, but you know. But the, it, he wasn't. He wasn't going to. ain't going to get you in the Champions League. Exactly, and I, and 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 I think Guardiola looked at it like that. Like at the end of the day, I think that's why you saw the bench that you saw. Mm-hmm. And I think Guardiola probably got clearance. He said, "Look, I know this isn't the season we want. We all agree that I have to do better now." Next year, but I want to ask you guys, how do you want me to prioritize this? Do you want me to try and win the FA Cup or do you want me to get into Champions League? And we both know what Caldoon and Sheikh Mansour would have said. And have been like, to hell with that stupid domestic trophy, go get us in Europe. Like that's been the mandate from day one. It's never changed it's when in Europe they would have taken get in Champions League. And on top of that, if you have to beat United to do it, that's another reason to do it that way, you Absolutely. know? So I, if, if that ends up being the plan and City put forth a spectacular performance, then honestly, I won't care.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's answer some questions. And you have a bonus today.
1: I do. We can get to that one at the end of
0: Well, okay. That's fine. Um, So let's start with Craig Morton asks us, Love me some Sané. So do we. But is the first goal his fault for not tracking preventing the cross? And didn't he seem to run out of steam? Yeah, he did. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, 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 everything you've said is correct. Guys. I'm extra, so,
0: going to extra time certainly didn't help.
1: I, I, yeah, I feel like we could go more in-depth on that, but you seem to have a pretty good grasp on the situation. That's exactly what occurred. I mean, Gray said it at the time, too. He tweeted it, way to track the runner. I mean, it, so I know. Yeah. If, if if Gray tweeted it at the time, I see no reason to change our opinion now. It's yep. pretty obvious that, it's that, not, that the, not tracking back. It, yeah, it very was his
0: simple stuff. Very. Simple yeah, it was his job.
1: Him. He didn't do it. Therefore, it was just a freebie for Arsenal. I, you got to be fair. It had to be a killer cross, and it was. But I mean, yes, yeah, a spectacular goal, an Arsenal goal, if it ever was one. But yeah, Sane has to take take the. Uh, Take the onus for that one because it ultimately it was his guy.
0: Yep. Next question. Your thoughts on next season with core players coming, going, new city players adjusting to Premier League, and Cheeky being cheeky. Well, hopefully Cheeky won't have to be cheeky because Barty always can yep. tell him how to do things. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Which we talked about a little bit, yeah, so we'll leave that alone. We've
0: gone uh, through a lot of things here. I don't know. Uh, yeah, don't want we to actually.
1: Add to this. Are- on a previous podcast went through I think it was the last one or the one before <clears throat> if you go back one or two episodes we went through the entire roster player by player and said staying or going um so I mean we can do a quick with the starting 11 if you'd like <clears throat> From it's, from, it's his, from the, the Arsenal defense. game,
0: it's gonna be the defense. Yeah, the you know, defense overhaul, the is defense. It adds some forward depth and hopefully some more. A little bit of everything, but yeah, yeah.
1: Expect expect a healthy healthy dose of defenders, one or two midfielders, and one or two forward options, depending on what city can get yeah. themselves in. Because honestly. If they get Mbappe for a reasonable price and it still looks like they can get Sanchez, I could totally see Pep doing it. Here's
0: a quick question. Would you rather sign Mbappe for 110 million pounds or two starting quality players for 55 million pounds?
1: I would rather sign Mbappe because I don't think it will cost 110 million
0: I'm just going with the price that's allegedly being quoted.
1: Yeah, and 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 those things are notorious for being wrong. I know it's the start. It's it's the beginning. Mbappe is not Pogba. Mbappe. It's
0: it's the first step of a negotiating position. I think we both know that.
1: I think we both know that Monaco. Monaco got rid of James Rodriguez for sixty. I think it was like sixty-six point five or something. Um. They're not getting 110 for a ball game.
0: Like it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. Um. Next question is from Marcus four three three five. What happens to City after they score in big games? Rather than kicking on, they seem to stop playing. Arsenal away, Tottenham at home. Other examples. I don't feel like we had covered that yeah, topic. It's a mentality problem. We've, we've we've talked. They they just seem this team in particular seems to rest on its laurels, and that, even that happens in games. It's just like they sort of lose an edge once they get the goal that they've been chasing. And I'm not, you know, I think that that goes down to mentality that they need to fix.
1: It was, you know, a couple of years ago, 2-0 was the killer. That's when they quit playing is when they went up right. to. Right, yeah. Uh, the 2-0 at least city he, lead, the, most,
0: the least safe lead in, in sport. Um,
1: at least now we've shifted it to one yeah. to one nil.
0: Next question from our friend Jay Siegley. Do you guys think that Pep needs to start trying to score more from long passes, like Arsenal did at Wembley? Uh yes. Yeah, might as well take advantage of it if they're giving it to you, right?
1: Well, and to be fair, I do think that we have seen some of that stuff yeah. this year. The first I can recall. Goal against
0: United was a long ball goal. Yeah,
1: with, I, Yeah, I can recall a, a a pearl of a pass from De Bruyne uh, that that was just absurdly on the mark. I can't remember who polished off the product. I think it was actually Aguero. Um, but uh, we've seen that. I, I think as Sané and Sterling start to get more comfortable, and as City figure out their D- De Silva uh, and that's my Portmanteau of David Silva and uh, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, as soon as they figure out that dynamic, because I still don't think they've got that figured out, truthfully. Um, there's some games it works, and there's other games that goes tits up. So I mean, it's it's something that I think Pep needs to figure out in the off season. So I'm sure they will. You know, it's 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 it's, it's as simple as having two creative players that want to occupy the same space. They just need to get into the habit of not encroaching upon each other's space, and that just sometimes takes a little bit of time. It's not it's not something that's incredibly complicated to get over. It's just becoming regimented, and I think a full-off season of it will really help.
0: Agree completely. I don't think they've ever really quite hit on the style that they wanted to hit. Um, David Steersman, should Pep drop Fernandinho for, for Delft tomorrow? No, not.
1: Absolutely not. I would...
0: Yeah, I think in a big I, game like this, you need to trust your big players.
1: Yeah, Fernandinho has been one of City's best players all year long. I don't know why anybody would even think of putting Delph in this game. Yeah, what um, has Delph ever shown? <laughs> I mean, not not. I mean, we appreciate any and all questions. I'm just wondering what has Delph ever shown? Like, I think he's a decent bit
0: part player, but not in a game like this.
1: Yeah, yeah, he seems to be more like a guy that you can spare out because he can play a a left back, a right back, a a, a this midfielder, or, you know, a a right winger if you need him to, uh, uh, against lesser teams, but, I mean, we know how important this game is, every City fan knows how important this game is, and I just... Delph's not one of the... You know, we talked about players that you trust and you say, this guy is going to come up with the goods. He's not on my list of, like, top 10.
0: No, yeah. I think he's a useful player. I don't think he's a useful player for a game like this.
1: I don't even think he's in my list of top
0: 15. (laughs) Um, Here's a question. I don't actually... I I think I heard rumors about this, but where's the City United game going to be on 720? Or at least discuss possible locations. That's from Colton Vincent. Isn't it in Texas? I believe so. I believe it's in Houston. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're not doing because, the Midwest. Believe me, yeah. Colton. I know. I wish they were doing the Midwest because I'm being shut out once again.
1: Yeah. I. You know, if I Gray, I would offer you if if you had a, a you know like a spare plane ticket that you just hadn't used. I would say oh, you can come yeah. out stay <laughs> stay here. I have an extra room you can sleep in if you want to bring the girlfriend. You know, it's an extra room with a bed and and. Uh, we, we'll we'll drive down to the Coliseum Alas. and go watch them play Real. Uh, well but. over
0: my allotted vacation days.
1: <laughs> Life sucks.
0: Anyway, right. yeah, uh, Midwest is being screwed this year. So sorry yeah. about it. I feel, I feel bad about it as well because it means I'm also being
1: left out but yeah nash nashville Nashville's is uh tottenham I can't yeah get there. tottenham tottenham is nashville because jay siegley and i was actually talking to me about going to that game he was like you should go to that one and i'm like or right, i could drive an hour yeah. and a half to go to the one at the coliseum but <laughs> yeah, that makes a little bit more sense location uh,
0: location location
1: you know what though my best friend used to live in nashville and if he still lived there i'd actually give it some thought
0: Last but not
1: least, from Mike Devlin. Mike how, Devlin. How big? You thought. You yeah. thought you were going to get away with this one. So here are some facts about let's, celery. Let's,
0: how big is the social footmark and inherent ramifications of celery? Right. Josh, go.
1: So in a traditional oriental medicine, celery was used to treat hypertension. And that's because the, the phthalide... Com- uh compounds in celery can act as a sedative as well as lower blood pressure. Um, Jimmy Doherty visited G's Farms to try his hand at harvesting uh, uh, celery for a 2008 TV show Jimmy Farming Heroes. So it actually got a TV show, so I'd consider that a pretty big social imprint. Um, celery is actually able to promote a good night's sleep because of the vitamins, mineral salts, and nutrients it contains. It's also thought to have a calming effect on the CNS of the central nervous system. Uh, it can also be an aphrodisiac. Going back to the Roman times, they dedicated the plant to Pluto, the god of sex and hell, because apparently those two things always go together. Um... Well, Madame de Pompadour, the official chief mistress of French King Louis XV, swore by celery and truffle soup washed down with hot chocolate. And uh, even in an enlightened 1990s, a TV program about millennial babies recommended that couples eat celery to ensure they didn't miss the deadline. Uh, Celery is also a, uh, not only did they put it in Bloody Mary's, but Bloody Marys are notoriously and, uh, are notorious for being uh, uh, used as a bit of hair of the dog. Well, that's because of celery. Celery is actually uh, able to help temper the effects of a hangover. So uh, winners of athletic events in ancient Greece were presented uh, bunches of celery. You know how they're given flour today? In ancient times, it used to be celery. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Celery was first used as food in Italy in the 16th century, later spreading across Europe as a flavoring for soups, meats, and stews. And although celery has been used for thousands of years, it was uh, first it was valued more for medicinal purposes than cooking. Wild celery was used in the Middle Ages to treat anxiety, insomnia, rheumatism, gout, and arthritis. And in classical times, it was believed that it purified the blood. And celery... Uh, is a uh, oh here's a couple celebrity fans actress Anna Friel is a fan of celery in liquid form opting to juice it with beetroot and dandelions uh, Miss California love Katy Perry herself loves celery dipped in ranch dressing she actually includes it in her backstage writer and if you don't know what a writer is uh, it is the contract that all bands have with the venue, which dictates... It's the type of crap where you read about bands having m and sorted by colors. That's done via a contract writer. And if you ever want to have some fun looking at what bands do, go to the Smoking Gun, type in writer, R-I-G-E-R, for type in the Smoking Gun Band Writers, And you can see some of the crazy shit that bands have asked for. Like, they put venues to the paces, man. It's insane. Um, Top Gear presenter Richard Hammond says the only change he has noticed since his near 280-mile-an-hour crash in 2006 is that he now likes Celery. So there is a pretty big social imprint for Celery. That was beautiful. And I feel smarter not, I feel smarter for having heard this. Actually, I found a couple of tidbits in there to be relatively useful myself. I did not know some of that. Actually, I didn't know any of that crap because, I mean, who looks up celery? I know more about Brussels sprouts than I should, thanks to Matt Harmon, but now I know about celery.
0: Well, there we go.
1: I have so, nothing to add to that.
0: Um, all right. <laughs> do, what we sh- yes, what, you, what you we, tell us about our promo today.
1: Yeah, all right, so my buddy David Mooney, a friend of the podcast, a host of the Blue Moon podcast, and writes for ESPN FC, uh, we hope, anyway. (laughs) As far as we know? As far as we know, he's not been laid off. Um, But uh, David shipped me a whole bunch of copies of the book with a mandate to give some of them away. Gray already gets a copy because, hello... I'd be a jackass
0: if I didn't It's my birthday on Friday. It's a birthday present.
1: Yeah, it's, it's your God-given right as the co-host of this podcast. <laughs>
0: no, I'm uh, scumming for birthday wishes at this point.
1: Yeah, it's that's all right. right. Well, happy early birthday, good sir.
0: We'll, we'll record. You know, I, will, no, I have no I, idea when the heck we're going to record this, this. So, yes, you probably won't but, hear from me again before my birthday. So,
1: um, But I will text you on your birthday to wish you happy it's birthday. very kind, yes. Um, but what uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and give away a book uh to one of the people who sent in uh, a question. So, uh uh if you would like, gray, you can randomly close your eyes and pick someone and tell us who are, just kind of like hover over the general area delete everything on our on our uh, on our page but the questions and
0: okay we're going to do this like plinko hold on i've i've got this i thought maybe you would want to pick your favorite question
1: but, I thought I would, but I like to do the random thing because favorite question can be perceived as bias. Like I like that guy; he sends in more questions. I always feel like random is the most fair way to give out free stuff. All right, let me. Uh, that, way, that way, everybody do, 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 do. has a chance.
0: Marcus four three three five. After closing my eyes and using my finger, I've landed on the letter C. All right, which is corresponds to him for this run
1: and as and as a bonus I'm going to give away a second copy because I can I'm going to include my wife Celeste pick a letter between A and
0: B we're a professional operation D
1: is in dog
0: D is in dog that would be Jay Siegley that would be Jay Siegley
1: well, Jay Siegley, you win a copy of the book. How I'm going to get it to you, I will likely have David ship it to you. <laughs> so I will ask David to ship you a copy because you know, shipping one from the United States. Wait, is he in the U.S.? I think he is. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he was talking about the national... Yes. We had okay, a cool, yeah. hard All right, us. yeah. So. Jay Siegley, you want won a copy of Dave, David's book as well. Which kind of works out, because I really do like Jay. He always yeah. does send in questions.
0: I like how we so, just said, we don't want to give this to people who send in questions well, all the time. It ends up going my... to people who send in questions all the time.
1: Well, I mean, we did a random. We did Salem two random, Yeah, it was completely random. random. Like, my wife has is, is, is got a massive migraine. Price,
0: and I, Price Westinghouse has confirmed that this is random, just like they ran the Oscars to perfection. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is <laughs> guarantee that,
1: that 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 this was totally random.
0: Yeah. What's that guy? We we have not opened the wrong envelope. Um, what's the guy's name who gave them the wrong envelope? None of that is happening here. So.
1: Oh man, talk about talk about the most brutal.
0: The struggle. It's real. So. Oh
1: man, talk yeah. about the. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say there. I got distracted by a tweet.
0: But, no,
1: we... we, Oh, yeah, I remember what I was going to say. Like, that poor dude got fired. I mean, I feel like they scapegoated a lot of people over what really was probably just an honest mistake. And it's like... Just because they ended up looking like jackasses, and other like a guy has to lose his job, like, you go through your life never making a mistake, and the one time you do, it costs you your job. It just, I hate that kind of stuff, man, because it always happens to the lower-level people, you know? You never hear about, like, an executive that gets fired because of it. It's like, let's fire the... Let's fire the, the the security attendant or whatever. It's like, come Somebody on. Somebody's got to be the scapegoat. So. He is, he is yeah. Azazel, as as yeah. it were.
0: So do you have any final thoughts on on anything here?
1: I'll just close out by saying, man, that, that, that people may not feel it at times. They may feel like I'm being negative at City, but there's a lot to have been negative about. And I've been pretty damn positive when City... When City uh, uh, have have had it going, I've been I have fun with the rest of y'all, but when it's time to examine this team and, and be fair, I like to think that I am, and and I I believe in Pep Guardiola. I believe that City they <laughs> they played the long game to get him. And normally these types of things don't work out in sport, but it worked out for City, and they would be foolish not to see this through. You don't you don't just get a guy like Guardiola and then fire him because he had one bad season. Like I don't think his career is in the decline. I think that the English Premier League is the hardest league in the entire world it may not be the best but it's certainly the hardest and i think that you you go from la liga to bundesliga and then come to the premier league you're in for a culture shock you're in for a ridiculous number of games and you're in for no break um and you're in for a wild ride with the press so There's a lot of things that that I think go into City having a bad season. Pep Guardiola is not the only reason City have had a bad season. It's really important that people know that I feel that way. Um, There are a lot of things that go into having a season like this. Pep is just one part of it, and, and things will be fixed moving forward. Of that, I am confident, because the man lives, eats, breathes, and sleeps football. Like, to the point where even his daughter probably knows more about football than I ever will.
0: Don't his uh, kids look over tactics with him?
1: Yeah. I believe I read yeah. that
0: in one, in one yeah. of the
1: Parano books. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They actually, like, the first person that, that, that goes over with him when he shouts, got it, is his daughter.
0: Yeah. Maybe she can manage us someday.
1: Yeah. I, hey, I, I would be all for that. I would be that, would, that would be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> I guess they have a legacy of Guardiola's. That's <laughs> right. I mean, they've already got Carly Lloyd. I mean, City's women are just bloated. I mean, like, whatever Barca is on the men's side, that is City on the women's side. <laughs> they are just the most dominant team in the world.
0: They have done well on that side. They have made a point to do well on that side. Yeah, they they,
1: have. I know they were trying to go after Carly Lloyd last year. It didn't work out, but they got her this year. Um, I remember seeing a couple tweets of, of City trying to target her after that World Cup win. But no, man, City... That's the one thing I love about City, is every dollar that they've put into the men's side, they've put in a ton of money into the women's side. Like, yeah, men's, women's, it, youth, they're committed to being the best at every level, in yeah, every right.
0: job, in every aspect. Yeah, and every they're
1: matter. just like, you know what, we're automatically going to vault ourselves to the front of the women's world. Like, guess what, because we're we the best. Of- <laughs> yeah. And why not? It was there for the taking. The first team to buy a loaded squad was going to be the one. It was City. Hey. And you know what? It and does they give about- them a platform to succeed, too, which is great. They do. They do. So and they, and, and they're they're they promote, them, just yeah, they just promote them big time. And I like that. And That's they made the a big wise. deal about Carly Lloyd signing, which as an American meant a lot to me. Yeah,
0: and it was a pretty big deal in America for the people of who are close followers of the uh, U.S. women's team. So, yeah. you know, and he, th- that can help Manchester City's brand. I mean, I, mean, I know we
1: talk about it. Honestly, you know, yeah. It Same helps them here. Really, it will helps help. them here
0: probably as much as uh, any, it, any men's sign They can make short of messy, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, it 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 won over a lot of American Outlaws fans here. Like I saw a lot of people saying like, "I didn't have a Premier League team before, but I'm or a women's team before, but I'm all city now." You know, <laughs> like I imagine I, most people didn't have a women's team before. Yeah. That makes sense. So I'm kind of a one yeah. club dude, you know. So oh, yeah. I'm all with the city women as well as the city youth as well as the city men. So. Oh yeah.
0: So, um, good stuff today. Um, well, let's. Uh, you can follow us at America Citizens on Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes. We are there. Blog Talk Radio. You know the drill. They sponsor us. Um, so again i got a busy weekend coming up, so I don't know when we'll be back at you next, but we will be back at you to dissect everything that has happened. And um, have a great week. Have a great rest of the week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the games. Please, God, beat United.
1: Yeah, in, please. In the derby.
0: Let's do this. Um, and we'll be back at you soon, so thanks for listening. On behalf of Josh, my name is Gray. This has been American Citizens. Thanks, everybody.